This is the SFF Audio Podcast. Hi, I'm Misa Bisato, the writer and producer of The Destiny of Special Agent Ace Galaxy, and I'm here to share season four of the show, Protesting the Future. The editor-in-chief at the Giant Book of Destiny is losing her marbles, making unauthorized edits to Destiny. If Ace Galaxy can't help her find them soon, the future will be edited out of existence. For good. And that would be bad. Thank you for listening. I hope you have as much of a blast listening as we had creating it. And Jesse, thank you so much for sharing. Space Dick Ace Galaxy, traveling the cosmos in a sentient, shape-changing ship with an equally sentient self-destruct program, solving mysteries for me, the editor of the giant book of destiny. Ma'am, copy eight. There are destiny protesters outside the building. Uh, protesters outside the building? How? We are unlocatable. That's strange. What do they want, fact checker Fran? What do you mean, what do they want? They want what everyone wants. Control over their destinies. Freedom of choice. They want to burn the giant book of destiny and write their own stories. <sighs> I know how they feel. You know the book is infused with a specialized flame retardant. Even if this whole building burned down, destiny would survive. Why isn't the whole building flame retardant? The chemical concoction is far too toxic to apply to a whole building. We wouldn't survive a day. But we handle the book every day. <gasps> Copy it! <gasps> I'm having trouble breathing! <gasps> I'm cold! I'm hot! <sighs> Relax, fact checker Fran. The little pill they give you every day before you enter the office is the antidote. How can you not know that? It's in the fine print of the employee welcome manual they hand you on your first day here. I never read the fine print. It's usually just worthless legal junk. Ah, uh, you are the fact checker? Reading worthless legal junk is part of your job. I do always feel better after taking my blue pill. But I thought it was just some sort of mandatory vitamin to keep us healthy and eliminate sick days. I once chose the red pill by accident. <sighs> what a wretched day that was. We are the writers of our own destiny! We are the writers of our own destiny! I really don't understand why they're complaining out there. We work so hard to give everyone destinies they can feel good about. We provide them with lives that are enriched and fulfilling, joyful in surprising ways. Maybe they want to come in here and thank us. I don't think we're reading the same book here. 
Ma'am, between your first coffee of the day and your second one, you triangulated the paths of Andromeda and the Milky Way to determine the collision date. <laughs> I'd like to submit a couple of names for consideration for the new galaxy. What do you think of Milkomedia, ma'am? Oh, or, or Milkdromeda. Uh, the point is... There will be an untold number of deaths as some planets obliterate in the Armageddon amalgamation. <laughs> Not to mention the unending wars brought about by solar systems crashing through each other's territories. I know how many deaths there will be. I'm the fact checker. That couldn't have been me. You must be thinking about some other editor. You're the only one who sat in that chair for the past... 114 zillion pages? And you've been counting every one of them, Copy Aid. Fran, we have other things to worry about right now. Ma'am, seems a little off. It's no secret you're after the big chair. Well, no one has ever sat in it for more than a hundred zillion pages. Copy Aid, bring me my eraser. We're going to halt the movement of the galaxies. You can't halt the movement of galaxies. There will be consequences. Fact checker Fran, call the writers for the affected planets and get them to write up really nice futures for all the lives that have been restored. Are you, ma'am? Yes. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? What happened to no one is allowed into my office unless I summon them? Copy aid. Don't be so rude. Ow! Grant, why did you pinch me? Sorry, copy aid. I was trying to figure out if we were dreaming. Why didn't you just pinch yourself? I needed a second opinion. I've never seen a bean from Iota Draconis before. They're so beautiful. Only you would call a quadruple row of nonsensically sharp spikes traveling along on 16 spindly legs with a head at either end beautiful. What brilliant writer came up with that design? Hey, you, Iota Draconis protester, how did you find destiny? I followed the signs. The signs say danger. Forbidden. Keep out. If you're looking for destiny, you're going the wrong way. They're basically a wormhole corridor map to your location. Well, a lot of brains in those tiny heads. Copy aid, stop pestering this individual. He is obviously upset. What is your name, my spiky friend? What can we do for you? My name is... I demand a rewrite for my mother. Absolutely. Copy aid, get me my eraser. Get you your eraser? What about the sign above your desk? The one that says there are only two things destiny writes in ink? Death and taxes? No. The one that says all destinies are final? No exceptions? I think we can make an exception for our friend with the beautifully lethal-looking protrusions here. 
Tell me, I demand a rewrite from my mother. What is the problem? My father was killed in a freak accident when space junk in the form of a disintegrating interplanetary vessel called Voyager fell from the sky and caused him to self-impale. Fact checker friend, take notes. After that, my mother had to work two jobs to look after me and my 2,000 siblings. When it finally came time for her to retire, she got spike eating disease. Her glorious spikes are melting down to tiny nubs before her eyes. <laughs> an iota dracona without an iota of spikes? That's so sad. Fact checker friend, terrible things happen in every life. If we started crying over the sad fate of every individual, we'd never be able to get anything done. This is a tragedy. I will not let it go on one second longer. Fact checker Fran, take this creature to the Iota Draconis writing room and get them to revise his mother's destiny. Tell them to eradicate spike-eating disease altogether. Okay. Um, can you shoot those spikes off your back like a porcupine? Or do you just use them to ram into each other, like jousters? Don't worry, Glorious Impaler. Your mother will joust again. Fran, we have more important things to worry about. Someone from editing. Come down to traffic, Allegro. Allegro? Fast, you foolish pencil pusher. Hop to! <laughs> Ursa Major Control, are you ready? Ursa Major standing by, Milford. All right, people. Let's see if we can get something right today. Is the Zarfus family in place? Zarfus family picnicking in the middle of the forest. Yes, Milford. <laughs> Colossal bear hiding in the bushes, set to jump out and devour them in one bite. In three, two, one. No colossal bear, Milford. Repeat, no colossal bear. What? Where is the colossal bear? Who's in charge of the bear? We can't just leave that whole family sitting there enjoying their lunches. We don't have destinies written for the Milford. What do we do with them? How can I be expected to run a seamless show with so many missteps? Who are you? I'm the copy aide from editing Milford. We had lunch together two days ago in Milo's cafeteria. I have lunch with so many people. Ugh, you called me here. What do you want? I want to know what is going on with all the call sheets. Which call sheets? Where are all the deaths? I can appreciate a happy ending as much as any other being, but every time you Bipeds up there decide to spare one life. All the other lives up and down the timeline get messed up. The editor said she was just going to attend to a few things in her office. How many lives did she revise? 
all of them. You tell her we need the swan songs so new acts can take the stage. But if no one is dying, the planets are going to become an overcrowded mess. Think bigger, you lead-footed being. Old stars need to die to make way for new ones to be born and spread their light. Space isn't that infinite, you know. Fact-checker friend, get over here. I'm in your office, ma'am. Where are you? Oh, did you get a writer to write you up some cloaking technology? I'm not in my office. But you never leave your office. I was hungry, so I came down to... I'm in... Uh, I chose... Um... You're in Milo's cafeteria. Got it. I'll be right up, ma'am. All right, Milo. What about an Andorian chocolate crisp? As I've been telling you, I'm a sandwich maker. I don't make desserts. A Beetlejuice strawberry beetle parfait? How about a bologna sandwich? Can you add a dollop of whipped cream with starfruit sprinkles? No, I... Fact checker friend, can you please explain to this bean here that desserts are only available in Suzette's desertorium on the 300th floor? Ma'am, Milo only serves sandwiches. Cafeterias are specialized so everyone has to go all over the building to get what they want. Why would getting a snack be so complicated? To validate all the extra time everyone is allotted for lunches and breaks. That's ridiculous. What numbskull came up with that idea? Um, you did, ma'am. Back when you were a junior writer. Fran, sit down. Look, there's a lineup at my counter. I gotta get back there. Did either of you want anything before I go? Yes, I'd like a citrus meringue. <laughs> oh, Milo. Thanks for good. Fact checker Fran, I wanted to thank you for all the great work you do every day. Ma'am, I know I'm not always as on top of my facts as I... Did you say thanks? And great work? Yes, I've always thought of you as someone I could count on. So as a gesture of my gratitude, I wanted to give you this brand new box of pencils. <gasps> they have little erasers on the ends. Yes, as a testament to my belief in you and your esteemed future here at Destiny. I can't wait to tell the copy aid about this. If you could keep it our little secret, I would appreciate it very much. Oh, there's one other thing, Fran. A small favor. Yes, ma'am. What is it? I don't imagine you've noticed, but I seem to be having a little trouble with my memory. No, ma'am. I, I haven't noticed anything strange. But, I mean, you have a lot to keep track of. Yes, that's right. With all of destiny to keep track of, things, small things, sometimes just fall through the cracks. What's the favor, ma'am? If I should get a fact wrong, or I don't know the answer to a question, I want you to whisper it in my ear. You want me to tell you what to do? No, of course not. 
I just want you to help me out if I need help. And if necessary, tell me what to do. Fact checker, Fran, what are you shredding? I'm shredding all the facts. What's the point of being a fact checker when there are no more facts? The fact is it's all just happy endings and personal. My job has become irrelevant. Your job is not irrelevant, Fran. You are an important, integral part of this organization. Are you being nice to me? No, I... Look, the problem isn't that all the facts have become irrelevant. Something is wrong with the editor. We need to figure out what it is and help her. Copier, we need to get you to a doctor. Yes, we need to get her to a doc. Wait, me to a doctor? Why me? Because you're being nice to me and the editor. Something is wrong with your ambitions. Fran, this is bigger than my ambition. I will get my promotion when the appropriate time comes. Right now, whatever's wrong with the editor is affecting all of destiny. And we need to get to the bottom of it. Copy aid, fact checker friend, this is ridiculous. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to see a doctor. You have no authority to drag me down here to Destiny Medical. I'm sorry, ma'am, but we do. Why are you whispering? You told me to whisper in your ear when you were mistaken or didn't know the answer to a question. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but we had to invoke Destiny Protocol 14.2 forward slash 78A. That protocol stipulates that the editor-in-chief at the giant book of Destiny has the final word on everything. No, ma'am. That's Destiny Protocol 14.2 forward slash 78. Protocol 14.2 forward slash 78A amends that to... If the editor is deemed incapacitated or unable to perform her or his duties, the job must fall to the second in command. Who is the second in command? Welcome to Destiny Medical. Which one of you is the patient? If it's all three of you, you each need to fill in a form. But if you're having a group delusion, you only need to fill out one. We'll take one form, please. And none of you look too healthy. I'll give you three just in case. Nurse, send the next patient in here. I keep telling you I am not a nurse. I can't administer needles or take blood or prescribe medication. Is this a question of pay grade? I told you, nurse, there's been a wage freeze. Which is why you can only afford a receptionist. Your group can go in. The doctor will see you now. Which of you is the patient? There is no patient. She is. All of you, just take your clothes off. Why? 
so I can give you physicals to determine which of you is sick. There's nothing physically wrong with any of us. None of you look too healthy. The editor here seems to be having trouble with- I'm not having any troubles. I'll be the judge of that. What's your name? Um... All right, um, what seems to be the problem? Her name isn't um. What's her name then? I don't know. How do you know it's not um? Everyone just calls her ma'am. Ma'am, what are you humming about? My name. It has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? That's not your name. What difference does it make? Everyone just calls me ma'am. That's good enough for me. All right, ma'am. What is it you do here? This is the editor-in-chief at the Giant Book of Destiny. Don't you recognize her face from all those messages advising you to do a good job and work late in the elevators? I make it a policy to never work late, especially in elevators. Fact-checker Fran, write a memo banning people from working late in elevators. I've always heard the editor never leaves her office. I didn't think she really existed. I may not remember my name, but I'm pretty sure I exist. Don't I? Ow! Why did you hit me with that hammer? It's not a hammer. It's a reflex hammer. I was checking to see if you really exist. You do. Your temperature is normal. Your heart is beating. Seems normal to me. She can't remember her name or what she does here. How do I know she could ever remember her name or what she does here? I'm sorry. Since I don't know what she was like before, I have no baseline to compare this version of her against. <coughs> Nurse, send in the next patient and prescribe anti-anxiety meds to this bunch. They seem a little on edge. there. Who are you preparing to contact? I'm the copy aide. I'm trying to make contact with Ace Galaxy. There is a problem here at Destiny we need some help with. Ace Galaxy? That overly tall, knitting-obsessed space dick with the handsome, deep-set eyes? Let me talk to him. Ace Galaxy, this is the... this is, uh... Um... This is Ace. Ace Galaxy, how are you? I'm fine, ma'am. Is there a problem at Destiny? No, no problem. Everything is perfect here. We're all exceptionally happy. Are you happy, Ace? Um... Ace, why don't you drop by for a social visit? We've never really gotten to know each other... What's your wildest dream? I have some pull here at Destiny. Ace Galaxy, on behalf of the Eastern Galactic Arm of the Galaxy Games Consortium, 
I bestow you with a gold medal for the accomplished sleuthing skills you used to locate our beloved Olympic Torch. Thank you, Mr. President. But to be clear, the miniature rogue dwarf star you used to light the games wasn't actually missing. It was lighting up some other pointless displays of skill and strength. I vote we torch the whole proceedings. That would be a fun display. D, Ace just solved this. Do not blow our chances for a referral with your explosive fantasies. Over in Quadrant 98, the ice race around the rings of Cestus IV are about to begin! You already knew the Western Galactic Arm of the Consortium lit their games with the same rogue star. I'm surprised you didn't think to check with them yourselves. Ooh, we're not on speaking terms with them. They do not even recognize the Kilo Athlon as an official event. The way I understand it, the Kilo Athlon killed the first thousand athletes to try it. Ha, part of the thrill of the games, eh? Besides, we've always been on alternating schedules with that lesser arm. You need to add a leap light here to your schedule. It seems, Mr. President, it was a simple case of the right arm not knowing what the left arm was doing. Tension is mounting over at the Black Hole Pole. Will Vega 2's three-time champion Horbit Slough get closest to the event horizon without getting pulled in for the fourth straight time? Tragic loss for Vega 2. Who will pull into the championship spot now? Contenders from Anteras, Riker's World, Tau Janalis, and Salius closing in fast. Statistically, once there's been a spaghettification... That's three successful missions in a single week. Adding our name to the Galactic Directory was an amazing idea, Phoenix. How did you know about it? Captain Petalserp used to run ads in there all the time when we were a garbage cow. Remember this one, D? Is your refuge overwhelmed with refuse? Don't just refuse the refuse. Take refuge from it with Captain Petalserp's roving refuse removal. Cleaning up the galaxy one mess at a time. That one was pretty good. But this one is my favorite. Galactic garbage got you groaning? Detritus delivering you into the dumps? Call Captain Pedalsurf for planet side pickups. We lay waste to all your waste and trash all your trash. Cleaning up the galaxy one mess at a time. Group discounts for decluttering whole star systems. Lay waste to your waste. Good old Papa Petalserp. He really knew how to sell this sizzle. The ads were so popular, we ended up making more than we could spend. Yeah, but we didn't even spend the part Dad was willing to part with on anything good, like bigger bangs for our bucks. 
You know Captain Petalserp never cared about money, Dee. Or bangs, from what I could see. His main objective was to learn about as much as he could, while making life better for everyone in his wake. He could have at least switched to premium fuel instead of powering us with garbage. Repurposed waste. The worst part was racing around dropping off all the extra gold on needy planets before the space pirates could even catch up with us. Space pirates? I thought they were just a story Captain Petalserp came up with to make life here seem more adventurous, to boost crew morale. Yes, he installed D so the crew could feel like self-destruction was imminent and appreciate every moment. But space pirates are real. Dad insulted me because the ship needed to be able to lay waste to the waste. We never expected to actually meet up with a pirate, and we did not until we started carrying so much gold. And my dream of destruction almost came true. D, we were in as much danger of self-destructing as all the dark matter hiding in existence suddenly revealing itself. A garbage-powered ship can dream of the day she becomes garbage herself, can't she? You can see what happened for yourself, Ace. It is right here in my memory banks. Captain, we are being hailed. Put them through, Phoenix. Hello there. Is this the infamous Captain Pedalserp? Yes. Ah, oh, splendid. Pishwash is the name. I've been following your cleanup efforts in the quadrant with great admiration. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I was hoping to meet up with you personally one day so I could shake the hand of the man who's cleaning up the galaxy one mess at a time. And now here you are, right in front of me. I had no idea you were such a mm, handsome fellow. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> oh, perhaps uh, we could arrange... Uh... Phoenix, why did you cut the transmission? Because you were about to invite her onto the ship. But she wants to shake my hand. She has very attractive hands, but you have a rule about not allowing anyone on board without a background check, remember? Ah, ah right you are, Phoenix. Oh, bring her back online. Oh, Pishposh, cleaning up the galaxy is my pleasure. No need to shake my hands. Your words are thanks enough. <laughs> I insist. Besides, I'd like to come aboard to explain a particularly messy job that requires your expertise. A job? <laughs> Just one moment. Phoenix, cut the transmission. Transmission cut, sir. Phoenix, how close are we to Desert Rose, that patch planet that we passed last week? Two light years, Captain. Oh, we couldn't help them when we passed through the system then. This job may be our chance to return the bloom to the rose. Captain, remember the rule. Oh, I know Phoenix, but her name is Pishposh. And she's obviously dedicated to cleanliness and orderliness. Does it not seem a little convenient that she just happened to run into us in the vastness of space? The odds of that happening are one in... Ah, nonsense, Phoenix. 
In the vastness of time and space, everything is bound to happen at least once. You are the genius. I have a good feeling about her. Oh, plus, Desert Rose is wilting. Can you in good conscience leave the planet parched when we have it within our means to give it a drink? I do not have a conscience, Captain. Oh, you only have rudimentary self-awareness subroutines, Phoenix. You don't have feelings to guide you as I do. If your consciousness ever comes online, you will understand. Resume transmission. We are opening the docking bay, Pishposh. <laughs> Please come aboard. You have a speak and span vessel here, Pedal Sep. Top notch, top notch. <laughs> well, thank you. So. Tell me about yourself, <coughs> the job. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a messy galaxy. The universe started out pish posh, and that's how it should stay. Well, things can't always stay exactly the way they were. Sometimes life gets messy, <laughs> don't you agree? Captain. Ah, yes. <laughs> The job. That may be so, but if you're going to be alive, the least you can do is learn to maintain some order. Look at the toxic waste some of these beings leave around to pollute the pristine skies. Without your dedicated efforts, whole systems would expire in their own filthy waste. Such unpleasant business. Oh, I I'm sure my efforts could be of service to you. So, uh, what would you like me to do? Hmm? The job? Oh, yes, the job, yes. <laughs> to tell you the truth, it's not so much as what I want you to do as what I want you to give me. Oh, give you? <clears throat> Phoenix, perhaps you should busy yourself with an unsolvable calculation for a while. <laughs> give me, yes. Pirate. Pish posh pirate. Did I forget to say pirate? <sighs> pirate, pish posh. Pish posh pirate, precisely. I should never have doubted you, Phoenix. <sighs> I... I'm sorry, Pishposh. We are currently out of gold. Gold? I don't want your gold. I'm a pirate. I have treasure chests full of the stuff. Well, I have nothing else of value on board. Garbage. No, no, no. I assure you, I have nothing else. No, garbage. I want your garbage. You want my garbage? I want your most toxic, toxic waste. I'm going to turn it back on the galactic polluters and disintegrate them in their own waste. Together we shall return the galaxy to the pristine condition it's supposed to be in! Oh no, we won't! Did I forget to say I have an armada behind me? <laughs> the Pish Posh Pirate Platoon.
Phoenix. Give her what she's asking for. Have the most toxic waste sent over to her ship immediately. But, sir... Don't argue, Phoenix. We can't risk anything happening to this ship. The galaxy depends on us. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you, Pedalsep. I'll be off now. Ta-ta! Captain Pedalsep, what have you done? That waste is so toxic it will destroy whatever it comes into contact with. <laughs> Don't worry, Phoenix. As soon as toxic waste comes into this ship, it is cleaned by a system I developed. Anything she shoots with that concoction will just get a good clean-up. I am... sorry. I doubted you, Captain. Oh, but let this be a lesson to us. No one shall henceforth ever board this ship without a thorough background check. No exceptions allowed. Make a note in your memory banks to alert all future captains. This is an automated message. Do not land on Beta Gamma. We have been the victim of a great gooing. There is nothing left of our beautiful planet but goo. If you land, you will be gooed too. This is an automated message. Do not land on Beta Gamma. We have been the victim of the great gooing. No, it can't be so. On all of Beta Gamma, the most perfect of planets, am I the only one still alive? Probably. Who said that? This is the automated message. I was set to answer all questions and ensure no one else attempts to land on the planet. What happened here? A ship already being subsumed by goo, or goo-sumed as we came to call it, crash-landed on the planet. Of course, we immediately dispatched mental, mechanical, and physical aid. Of course aid was dispatched. That's the Beta Gamma way. But what is goo-sumed? I don't understand. Everything the goo touched, the goo consumed. Seeing what was happening, the air workers fled and the goo went with them. Tiny droplets passed invisibly from individual to individual, from vehicle to vehicle, from block to block, from town I get it. Anything that comes into contact with the goo becomes the goo. Anything that comes into contact with the goo becomes the goo? Are you sure there's no one still alive down there? Positive. What about the spectacular Beta Gamma architecture? The awe-inspiring monuments? The universally acclaimed flowers? The incomparable art? Go suit. I can't believe it. I have to go down there and have a look for myself. You won't like what you see. Or don't see. Tragedy. Travesty. Monstrous wretched desolation. There is nothing left of my magnificent 
world but a bubbling cauldron of goo. Hey, you're flying kind of close to the surface. I have a bird's eye view from this satellite up here, or I would, if there were any birds left. Complete and total devastation. How could this have been allowed to happen? Lift, lift. You are too close to the goo. My beloved world, our incomparable way of life. Wonder and joy in every moment. Gone. Gone into the goo. This is too much. I cannot stay any longer. <laughs> hey, why are you shooting at me? You got too close to the planet. You got good. You are doomed anyway. My other purpose is to prevent this from happening to any other planet. Of course, Beta Gamma's final act would be to save others. Naturally. We were the most ideal of planets. I'm sorry it had to end this way. Phoenix, play back the new ad we just recorded. Has progress on your interstellar investigations gone soft? Need someone guaranteed to work hard on your behalf? I'm Space Dick Ace Galaxy, and I have the stamina and drive to work longer and harder than any other dick in the business. I don't stop till the job is done. That's why I'm the investigator of choice for the discerning entities at the giant book of destiny. Don't settle for second best. Call destiny's dick of distinction. Satisfaction guaranteed. I like how you pushed the hard sell. Well done. Ace, we are receiving a distress transmission. Let's hear it, Phoenix. Phoenix, what is goosumed? I do not know, Ace. I have never heard of such a thing. Help, please, someone! Phoenix, turn on the view screen. Ship in distress, this is Ace Galaxy aboard the good ship Phoenix. And D. Please explain your situation. You heard my call. Oh, thank the powers that be. My name is Gaudium. My ship has been shot. Wow, nice. And it's being consumed by a gelatinous substance. A slimy end. My life support is failing. I have less than two minutes before my air runs out. Or I'm consumed. Or both. Phoenix, cut transmission. You don't have transporter technology, do you? Transporter? Must be an Earth thing. Never mind. You Earthlings ever heard of doors? We could bring Gaudium aboard through the docking bay, but Ace, you know the rules about not allowing anyone on board without a thorough background check. We can't just let that being die. Confirm their situation. Scanning now. 
Yes, their ship is being taken over by a gelatinous substance, and they have been shot. They do not have much time. Lucky them. I don't think they would agree with you, D. Phoenix, give them permission to dock. Gaudium, my scans detected your escape pod. The gelatinous substance has not yet reached your shuttle bay doors. You still have time to escape. We are opening our shuttle bay now. How close I came to destruction. Oh, I feel your pain. D, you have no idea how Gaudium feels. You have never lost anything. My point, exactly. I wish you could have seen my planet, Beta Gamma. It was the most extraordinary place that ever was. I'm so sorry for your loss. Did everyone on your planet glow like that? D, look at her. She's practically shimmering. She looks like a bomb right before it explodes. You would think everything looks like a bomb. Look at those huge wings. She looks like a crashed angel. Beta Gamma couldn't have been designed to be more wonderful. And then, out of nowhere, planet-wide devastation. How is that possible? I wish there was something we could do to help. I used to think that life was like a storybook, with every page more marvelous than the last. You were on to something with that book thing. Now I wish I could burn the book. Why was I spared? Is there any rhyme or reason to existence? It must be arbitrary luck of the draw. I mean, if it isn't just random... That would mean the death of my planet was designed to happen. And that is unfathomable. I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason. We would have to check with the fact checker. Fact checker? Never mind her. D is just blowing off steam. I wish. Ace, we are being hailed. Put it through, Phoenix. Ace Galaxy, this is the... This is, uh... Um... This is Ace. Ace Galaxy, how are you? I'm fine, ma'am. Is there a problem at Destiny? No, no problem. Everything is perfect here. We're all exceptionally happy. Are you happy, Ace? Um... Ace, why don't you drop by for a social visit? We've never really gotten to know each other... What's your wildest dream? I have some pull here at Destiny. Destiny, good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Destiny. This is, um... The editor. You are the editor. Uh, In chief, of the giant book of Destiny. Yes, of course I am. I know that. And who are you? Uh, 
I'm the copy aide. What are we doing here? It's the morning announcement. You do them every day to remind everyone that the fate of every living and non-living thing in existence is up to them. So they should stay inspired, take fewer bathroom breaks, and spend a lot less time in the bar every day. If I do it every day, why don't we just record a standard announcement? Hey, that's a pretty good idea. You would save me tons of time searching through all of time and space for daily inspirational quotes no one cares about. Copy aid. I like this forgetful editor. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Good morning, Destiny. All right, campers. Today we're going to rock it from asteroids to binary systems, constellations, dark matter, extinctions, flare stars, galaxies, hypergalaxies, interstellar mediums. He is not going to go through every letter of the alphabet, is he, fact checker? You usually do, ma'am. Does anyone ever listen? No, they're usually in the bar for the first break by now. Wavelengths, x-ray stars, yellow dwarfs, the zodiacal light. <gasps> the universe is your playground, so get out of the bar, campers, and back to your desks, and let's turn eternity into something we can all look forward to. Or, if you can't do that, at least make it interesting. Nice work, Copy Aid! Yeah, I, uh, think it went pretty well for a first go. Uh, where's ma'am, fact checker Fran? Oh, she went to the bar for her first break. Uh, she has never taken a break in her life? She said she was inspired by your announcement. Oh, huh, that's, uh... To drink! Oh. Wait, she wants something other than coffee? <laughs> she really is losing it. We have to figure out what's wrong before she does something that will imperil all of destiny. Don't worry. Ace Galaxy is on his way. I'm sure he'll be able to help us. Phoenix, where is Gaudium? She is resting in the quarters we set up for her, Ace. I hope she is... comfortable. Have you made arrangements to drop her off somewhere before we go to Destiny? Yes. I radioed ahead to the Rehabilitation Center on Malum Fortunum. The trauma experts there will take care of her while we deal with whatever is going wrong at Destiny. When we're done, we should come back and help Gaudium find a new home. I was hoping you would say that, Ace. There is something about Gaudium that makes you want to... Drop everything else and help her. D, why did you transform into a being from Beta Gamma? I wanted to see if I gave myself a pair of big wings and pathetic, oversized eyes. If you'd want to help me too and change your mind about letting me finish my countdown. Five, four, four, get it. D, switch back. Imagine how terrible Gaudium would feel if she saw you. I don't see why you and Ace are so torn up about this. She fulfilled her destiny. Unlike me. Us. It's the way she seems to shimmer that gets me. It's... mesmerizing. Shimmer smimmer. 
Ooh, I'm feeling all shimmery right now. No, never mind. It's a new coordinates for destiny coming into the databanks, Phoenix. Yes, I am registering the transmission to D. New coordinates? We've been to destiny countless times. That is true. But Destiny has to stay hidden so everyone who is upset with their fates Everyone Cannot find them and just show up and complain The wormhole passages that take you there have unfixed entrance and exit points And they change randomly So, updated coordinates are automatically fed into my databanks I'm insulted that they still don't trust us after everything we've done for them I can't believe they still encrypt the coordinates and feed the encryption code directly into our databanks even though we promised never to try to unlock it. And you never tried. Of course I did, but... What was that? Another ship just crashed into us! Ugh, the least they could have done was finish the job. Ma'am, give me that eraser! You cannot just go around erasing everything that strikes you as sad or unfair or unattractive. You told me I'm the editor-in-chief. That means erasing mistakes is my job. The loss of limbs and keys and minds are not mistakes. They are part of life. Not under my watch. Give me that eraser. Stop it, both of you. You cannot fly over the giant eraser. It's a delicate instrument. That's why he has to give it back to me. I need it to erase the problem I'm having with my mind. Uh, for one thing, your mind is not in the book. In order to edit the book, we have to be outside of the book. If you were capable of wielding that eraser, you'd know that. It's cracking! The eraser is cracking! Ma'am! Milford? In traffic, wants to speak to you. I think you should go find out what he wants. He wants to talk to me? Yes! Yes, he does. Traffic? How do I get there? Just Tell the elevator where you want to go. It will take you. Are you the elevator? What? Are you the elevator? I do not know. How can you not know what you are? No one has ever asked me that before. Darn it. I need to get to traffic, and apparently the elevator can get me there. Next stop, traffic. So you are the elevator. I do not know. When someone asks to go somewhere, I automatically take them. Am I an elevator? What is an elevator? What is my purpose? How did I get here? What is outside of here? I know how you feel. I saw that ship crash into us from the window in my quarters. Are we okay? We're not going to die too now, are we? No. Unfortunately, we're not. Phoenix, are you okay? I am fine, Ace. 
However, there is a problem. I was able to shape change my repairs, but we lost a lot of fuel in the crash. Hail that ship that hit us. Yeah, ask them what's the matter with their aim. Why didn't you get out of the way when I signaled you to move? We did not have time. Why did you not just go around us? I work for UPS. UPS? Universal Parcel Services. Do you have any idea what a tight schedule I have to keep to get packages delivered from one quadrant to the next on time? I have to take the most efficient, fastest way through every system possible. That means plowing through whatever's in your way? I gave you plenty of time to move. No, you didn't. You honked and then immediately crashed into us. Anything but a sublight, substandard garbage scow would have considered that plenty of time. Besides, I don't see the problem. You're obviously much faster at making repairs than moving. Stop wasting my time so I can get out of here. Wait! We lost a lot of fuel in the crash. Do you have any you can spare? Phoenix, can't you just shape change more fuel? No, Ace. You know that whole conservation of mass thing? Matter cannot be created or destroyed. I can change form, but I cannot make something out of nothing. Stop wasting my time with all this jabbering about nothing and get out of my way! I'll have to break the legal speed limits as it is just to make my deadlines and get my daily bonus! UPS Captain, we are on an incredibly important mission too. The fate of so many hangs in the balance. Would you consider radioing your people for more fuel and giving us what you've got so we can get on our way? No. It would mean the world to us. It would mean the world to you. You have access to more fuel. I do have access to more fuel. And we do not. And you do not. We would consider you a great hero if you helped us. Me? A hero? Yes, you are a hero. Isn't he a hero, everyone? Oh, uh, yes. Yes? We think you're hero. a hero. Ugh. Hey, UPS Depot. There's been an accident. Send a refueling ship. Okay, everyone, stop lallygagging around and take your places. Everyone is in place, Milford. And lava at the boiling point under Mount Doomsday. Lava hot and bothered. Prepare for eruption in five, six, seven, eight. Are you Milford? Well, obviously I am. Who are you? Um... You must be one of the new interns they're always sending down here. Yes, I must be. Well, the first thing I like to teach interns is how to hold my whistle while I'm choreographing a new act. That's it. 
take it gently in your hand, and when I give you the cue, blow. Hey! You there! What do you think you're doing turning up the wind in Bomb Province on Dorothea? The house isn't set to be demolished for another page and a half. Who must I teach all of you how to read Kyoshates? Milford, everything is set for the sword fight on Dark Canyon. Milford? Milford! He's not here. You have the whistle. Are you the understudy? I must be. All right, people, we've got a show to put on. Everyone take your places. Sword fight on Dark Canyon in three, two, one. Sword fight is go, Milfo. Uh, understudy. And prepare for the death thrust in five, six, seven, eight. Is this the way to destiny? No, we're dropping you off at Malum Fortunum first. I don't know how I would feel with other beings after everything that's happened. I would really rather stay with you. Destiny has a very strict no-one-is-allowed-into-the-building-unless-summoned policy. I just feel so vulnerable, and you all have been so very kind. I think they shoot trespassers on sight. Let's take her. I promise I will stay out of the way. No one will even notice me. Besides, didn't those Destiny people say the fate of existence hangs in the balance? They always say that. Phoenix, how long will this detour delay us? It will take us an extra day to get to Destiny, Ace. Existence needs you. Gaudium is right. Existence needs us. This is highly irregular, Ace. I'm sure Destiny will understand. Destiny will understand, Phoenix. You are right, Ace. Destiny will understand. <laughs> this should be fun. Milford kicked me out of traffic. He told me no one was allowed to blow his whistle without his permission. What is a Milford? I'm not sure exactly. Elevator, where do most beings go? I have never thought about that. Is there life after all the endless ups and downs? No. I mean, where do they go when they enter in here? What are all these buttons? What is a button? I'll just push one and see. Next stop, reception. Uh, wh where is ma'am? Um... What? That's what she calls herself now. Um... She's the editor-in-chief of the giant book of Destiny, and in all her years on the job, she has never left her desk while on duty. That's not entirely true, Copy Aid. I saw her in the cafeteria yesterday. Something has been off over the past couple of days. She's been making all kinds of unauthorized, unprecedented changes to Destiny. We need her. Copyhead, are you okay? You've never said we need her before. She's got to erase her changes. Why don't you just erase them, Copyhead? Only the sitting editor-in-chief is authorized to wield the eraser. 
We've got to find her. Destiny is spiraling out of control. This is Destiny. How may I help you? Please hold while I locate that number. Aren't you going to put them through? Oh, no. I never put any calls through. The editor has a strict rule. All destinies are final. No changes, no exceptions. I put all calls to her on hold forever. That editor doesn't seem like a very reasonable being. They say she's a real hot ass. I've never met her. No one has. She never leaves her office. Who are you, anyway? Um, I... Oh, you must be the new girl they were going to send down to cover my break. Did they train you before sending you down? Um... Oh, it doesn't matter. I won't be more than, like, an hour. Or two. This is Destiny. How may I help you? Please hold while I locate that number. This is Fat Checker Friend, checking facts fast and fastidiously for everyone's edification. I have a complaint here for the editing department. Is there someone up there named Ma'am? Ma'am? Yeah, Ma'am! Copied! Ma'am is downstairs in reception. What, what's she doing down there? Putting complaints through. <gasps> Do you know what this means? Overtime. No, it means she's completely lost it. It means, Copy 8, we're going to have to invoke Destiny Protocol 14.2-78A. <gasps> if the editor is deemed incapacitated or unable to perform her duties, the job must fall to second in command. The eraser is yours. This is Fact Checker Frank, checking facts fast and fastidiously. Hang up that phone and go down to reception and bring Ma'am back up here before she causes any more trouble. Milford is on a rampage. He says she ruined the queues on four planets and broke his whistle. We gotta put a stop to all these complaints and I have pages and pages and pages of her revisions to undo. You're looking for her, too. She's very popular. I understand she's up on the editing floor. No, you. You're ma'am. I'm ma'am? I'm a very popular person. Yes, you are. <gasps> Ace Galaxy! I'm so glad to see you! Do you have an appointment with someone in particular? I... Can we get you a hot beverage or some other stimulant to, to make you stay here more comfortable? Ma'am? Um... Ace Galaxy, I'm so glad you're here. As you can see, Ma'am isn't quite herself. 
What are you doing down here in reception? Who brought all these chairs in here for people to sit down? Destiny's not supposed to be comfortable! No one is allowed in this building unless they work here or are explicitly called in! This place is going crazy lately! The editor called me in. Oh, she's popular. No ways. The copy aid and I called you in. Okay, the editor called you in. No, the copy aid and Someone I called Someone up there called you in! What about the birds in that big-winged, beautiful-eyed, shimmery creature? We are not birds. We are a garbage cow. Well, you molt like birds. Try to keep your garbage to yourselves while you're here. We'll keep our garbage to ourselves if Destiny will keep its garbage to itself. That receptionist has a point, Ace. Who is this? No one is allowed in here unless we summon them. I'm a trifle tired. Would you mind if I have a seat? You... you tired? Sit down and make yourself comfortable like. The birds are with me. All of you get out of here before the editor hears there's a crowd gathered down here and revokes my extra breaks. Except the shimmery one. You can stay if you want. Uh, who are you? No one is allowed in the offices of the giant Book of Destiny unless they are summoned. Uh, pencils. Who is that very excited person waving that very large eraser around? I'm Fran, ma'am. And that's the copy aid. Must he be so rude? I think it must have something to do with the power of the eraser. Copy aid, this is Gaudium. Her ship was destroyed. Goosumed. And my planet. She has nowhere else to go. Why, oh why did this happen to my beautiful baby Gamma? I'm sorry for your loss, but we cannot disclose the details of destiny to anyone. I'm the last of my kind. Who would I discuss the details with? Well, she has a good point, Copy Aid. Fran, you're not helping. The most beautiful flowers in existence grow on my planet. Um, grew. D. Yes, grew. And I used to sell them all through the galaxy. My job was spreading beauty everywhere I went. Now, all that's left of my people and our way of life is a beacon warning everyone away. I just wish I could find out why we were slimed out of existence. Oh, you poor thing. I'd like to know what happened to her planet, too. Ma'am, planets and ships are destroyed all the time. Galaxies, too. It says so in my notes. Uh, uh, Ma'am, what does it say about death on the sign right above your desk? Which one is my desk? Uh, The one the red bird just pooped on. Only two things are written in ink. Death and taxes. No, not that sign. 
Ugh, there are so many signs up there. I think he means the one that says, Death is part of life. Did the death of my planet help save life somewhere else in some way? You could tell me why this all happened. I'm sorry, but we can't. You could just open the book and turn to the right page. Uh, okay. Beta. Yeah. Copy aid, I thought that was against your rules. Hey, that is against the rules. Don't stop him, Ace. If she gets to see her planet's finish, maybe I can finally see mine. Beta Gamma, Beta Gamma. What was that fact I wrote down about the beans from that planet? Copy aid, ma'am, do you remember? Um, I don't remember anything. Fact checker friend, you remembered beings from Beta Gamma had the most soulful eyes of anyone in the galaxy. Uh, yeah, that's right. You there, with the giant cracked eraser. How can you be so cruel? If you have the means to tell this being what happened, you should tell her. Ma'am, you know the rules. You put them in place. If you put the rules in place, you could change them. If I put the rules in place, then I can change them. Locate the page in the book that explains what happened. Ugh. The issue with Beta Gamma started on Epsilon 3 after they created a self-replenishing power supply. We are delighted to bestow Epsilon 3's highest honor, the Epi Prize of Excellence, to Dr. Floki Sundaughter and his amazing fungal fuel discovery. Thank you, um, thank you everyone. Please um, sit. You are too kind. I never expected in a, in a million years to be, um, uh, who would have thought uh, studying fungi could possibly create Studying such a, fungi? Dr. Sundaughter, don't be so humble. Your research has revolutionized our entire way of existence. You all remember what it was like before. Fuel supplies nearly exhausted, transportation and manufacture at a virtual halt. The planet was on the brink of starvation. Epsilon was just about Epsigon. Yes, it was, um, bad. What led to your breakthrough, Dr. Sundarter? I had an uh, inkling that because of fungi's asexual reproductive capabilities, if hybridized with rapid growth giant, um, kelp... Fungal fuel, what a revelation! Yes, I realized with the correct, um, feeding cycle... Fuel that replicates itself faster than we can use it up! Lovely reporter for the Epsilon Daily here, Dr. Sundarter. 
What do you have to say about the allegations your product was brought to market too soon? I, uh... Fungal fuel is made with 100% natural ingredients. Fungus and kelp. By kelp, you mean algae. An invasive organism known to dominate whatever habitat it infiltrates. Fungal fuel is not in a habitat. It's in vats and trucks and airplanes and the warm bedrooms and cold fridges of every home on Epsilon 3 as a free, self-replenishing, planet-saving energy innovation. Speaking of cold fridges, refreshments are now being served in the lobby courtesy of fungal fuel from this very vat right here. Doctor, one more question, if I may. Another one of our concerns is that feeding cycle you mentioned. What exactly are you feeding the fungi and algae to create such an aggressive fungal fuel reproductive cycle? Ah, organic. Uh, we use uh, organic waste uh, to... Uh... Fungal fuel is replenished with organic waste, planetary waste, and planetary energy, fused in a perfectly calibrated system of disposal and creation. We are in the... Um process of uh, studying the... Yes, yes. The eggheads are still studying how and why it works so well, but the best fiscal minds in Epsilon 3 have checked it out and given us the go-ahead to get the planet back in action. Nice to have the lights on again, isn't it, everyone? Now, if everyone would please make their way to the lobby. The whole planet has switched to this new energy source too quickly. We demand the use of fungal fuel to be scaled back to smaller test groups to give us time to verify the long-term safety. What do we need to do to make this perfectly clear? Fungal fuel is so safe, you could eat it. Alright, you've got a vat of that stuff beside you. Eat some. I need a little salt. (laughs) (laughs) Well? Fine. Gladly. Um, no one has ever, uh... <laughs> A little slimy. It's probably also a great moisturizer. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Down the... What the... Oh! That goo is calling up his arm. Organic waste. It's consuming Run, him. Run, before it consumes the rest of us. This is the emergency broadcast system transmitting on all Epsilon 3 devices. Uh, breaking news! Reports are coming in from all over the planet. Self-replenishing fungal fuel is replenishing itself right out of the storage facilities, consuming everything in its path. It is replenishing itself through towns and cities and seas. Epsilon 3, as we knew it, is Epsilon! This is not a drill! This is not a drill! Repeat, this is not a drill! If you have access to a spaceship, get on it now and get out of here while you still can! (laughs) And before the fungal fuel completely took over Epsilon 3, a few ships got away. And one of them landed on my beautiful Beta Gamma. Copied. While you're in there looking up histories, how about you turn to the page of my final countdown? Uh, we would rather not know. Thank you, Copied. 
Oh, you poor dear thing. There's a lovely cafeteria somewhere in this building that serves ice cream comfort sundays every day of the week. Let's go find it. Uh, uh, d d don't let her out of your sight, ma'am. Uh, according to your rules, all unauthorized beings in the building must be accompanied by a destiny deputy at all times. Ah. Are you going to say something? What would you like me to say? I was hoping you could give me some direction in my life. I don't think you're alive. If I am not alive, why do I need direction? Elevator, take us to the Dessertorium on the 3,000th floor. Ah, going up. Why are we going there? For Sundays, um. Sunday? The last being that was in here said it was Tuesday. Um, go in and order us two Sundays. Tuesdays. I've never had a Tuesday. Do they come with sprinkles? I'll be right there. I'm just going to help this elevator find some direction. You are a testament to your species. What species are you again? Are you going to explain my purpose? Help me understand where I am going? Writer's Floor, Epsilon 3. Ah, going down. Copy aid. When did you first notice a change in the editor? Ma'am started acting strange around the same time the protesters showed up outside the building. Destiny is Destiny sucks! You had protesters outside the building? How did they find this place? It is hidden. Yeah, even we, your good and helpful friends, have to follow encrypted coordinates through wormholes with randomly changing entrance and exit points to get here. Which I have to say, I'm very insulted about. Yes, about that. See, one of Destiny delivery ships had a malfunction with their encryption system. And? And, well, see, ma'am hates tea. So, she had the coordinates to this building unencrypted for the ship that delivers her coffee. Wow, Needles. You got all that from one knit and two pearls? What? Ma'am would never do that. It goes against every rule in the building. What, what, what does it say on the sign right above the desk? Death is a part of life? I think he means the one that says... Coordinates to destiny must stay encrypted at all times, for all times, if you want to avoid big headaches. That one was installed by the very first editor. No matter how much she loves her coffee, that was highly irregular behavior for the editor. Was she acting different prior to that? No. One day she was the cruel, 
heartless leader we've all come to- Respect! Respect! <laughs> I think the word you're looking for, Copy Aid, is respect! And the next, uh, she was using her eraser in ways it was never meant to be used. Not cleaning the graffiti in the bathrooms, I hope. No one wants to read your potty poetry, Dee. Besides, you never even actually need to use the washrooms. I like a quiet place to express myself. Plus, sometimes I like to practice bodily explosions. Ma'am used it to make unauthorized changes by erasing pages of the book she suddenly decided weren't nice. Well, I mean, there are some things that were pretty nice. Grant, you knew the editor wasn't well when she offered to let you <laughs> rewrite the pages. I thought maybe the rules had changed. Which rules? This department can make suggestions and edits, but we cannot rewrite anything. <sighs> Only the original writer can actually rewrite a destiny. There are too many rules around here. Now that the editor has finally left her desk, what do you say we take down a few of those signs, Copy Aid? Great idea. Copy Aid, Fran, think back to the day this started. Did anything different happen? Did the editor fall down and bump her head? Did she eat or drink anything unusual? Not that I know of. We all took our blue pills as usual when we came in. But then she yelled for coffee, even though she had already been drinking tea for two days. And that's when she told you to unencrypt the coordinates to the building. Yes. Tell me about these blue pills. You should never take the red one. <sighs> with all the calls we get to burn the book, the giant book of destiny is infused with a special flame retardant to ensure that never happens, but it's toxic, so everyone that handles the book takes an antidote every morning. Where do you keep these pills? We each have a supply in our drawers. Again, never take the red one. Is there a lab somewhere in this place? Yes, there is. Hold on, let me check and see where... Ugh, it's in the basement. Send samples of all your pills down there. I have a hunch the editor has been poisoned. Is this the writer's room for Epsilon 3? And uh, no. This is Epsilon 2. Epsilon 3 is down the hall. Red door. Is this the Epsilon 3 writing room? Yeah, sure is. It's very quiet in here. Oh yeah, since we had the planet Goose zoomed, there's not much to do. I'm the last one holding the fort in here. I bubble some goo on the surface, rise the sun, set the sun. So, are you the one who came up with the idea for fungal fuel? The goo that left Epsilon 3 and eventually infiltrated and destroyed the planet Beta Gamma? Yeah, that was mine. Pretty good, huh? That depends on your perspective. From my perspective, fungal fuel was the most devastating thing ever perceived of. Oh, thanks. 
What is your home planet? Uh, I come from Daylaren. Pick up your pen. Hi. I worked hard to earn this break. Why should I pick up my pen? Because I asked you to. Oh. Okay. Good. Now, let's make some additions to your work. Uh, let's make some additions to my work. There is a remote island on Epsilon 3 not yet Goosoomed. Four ships manage to escape and head off for safety. Remote island, four ships escape. They head off for Delaren and the home planets of the editor, the copy aide, and fact checker Fran. They head off for Delaren and the home planets of the editor, the copy aide, and fact checker Fran. The last writer on Epsilon 3 decides to go home for a visit. Oh, if you'll excuse me, my mother's expecting me home for supper on Day Laren. I have to leave now to get there in time. Those are stars, ma'am. You see them out the windows of the Destiny offices every day. The lights outside the building we just left don't move like that. The stars aren't moving. We are. But I could put a stop to that if you want. Starlight, star bright, all the stars I see tonight. Ma'am, what are you doing? I'm trying to wish on all the stars at once. So much has disappeared from my memory. My name, what I do, your names. If I wish on all the stars at once, maybe I can get my life back before it disappears altogether. No point wishing on stars for anything. All our lives are written into the giant book of dashed hopes, broken dreams, and never-to-come-true wishes. There's a book I'd like to read. Ma'am. You are the editor-in-chief at the Giant Book of Destiny. Oh, what a coincidence! I have a book called Giant Book of Destiny right here in my hand. No, ma'am. That is a backup copy of the book. We brought it with us in case it helped jog your memory. The vast blue lizard thundered into the small town. It picked up the screaming inhabitants one by one and put them into its vest pocket for an afternoon snack. Did... I write that drivel? No, you just approved it. You have been poisoned, ma'am. <gasps> I have? Yes. The blue pills you took every morning as an antidote to the toxic flame retardants in the book were tampered with. We're taking you back to your planet so you can go out in a bang of glory. You are? No, we are not. Oh, I guess that was my big wish. We are taking you back to your home planet to see if the familiar surroundings will help you get your memories back while we try and synthesize an antidote. Hey! 
You copy it. I need your help putting out a fire. Act checker, Fran. All I've been doing since I took over the editor's job is put out fire after fire. As if I don't have enough work dealing with the regular edits on the book, I also have to fix everything she randomly erased when she decided to switch to happy endings only. But this is an emergency. Fire! Fire! Yes, what Fire! The genesis she forgot to approve in the Orion system? The authorization she neglected to give to end war between helium and nitrogen on the giant gas planet in the Iberian system? Oh, that's causing a big stink. But no, this has nothing to do with the book. This catastrophe is right here in the building. <laughs> Is there another jam in the traffic department because Milford is upset with imperfect cue sheets again? Yes, but no. I massaged all his feet and he feels better now. You massaged all his... What? When? It doesn't matter, copy aid. Right now. Uh, 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 Fran? What's that smell? Fire! I told you! A fire started in Milo's cafeteria, and it's spreading throughout the building! Thank you, um... Gaudium. Thank you, Gaudium, for keeping me company on this trip to... Your home planet. Why are we going there again? Because Ace thought the familiar surroundings of your home planet might help you regain your memories. Losing your memories is a terrible thing. Having all your memories can be terrible too. Let me tell you some of the things I remember. I used to deliver the most extraordinary flowers ever seen all over the galaxy. I brought beauty everywhere I went. That's nice. I wonder what my life was like. Every detail on my planet Beta Gamma and in my life were so well orchestrated, I couldn't believe it was all random chance. Who would have thought I'd suddenly lose all my memories? What are the chances? Who knows why anything happens? You do, actually. Um, I don't even know my name. I used to listen to Radio Galaxy while I was on my route. Radio Galaxy, the station with something for every taste. Whether you have taste buds or not. Do I have taste buds? I heard Ace's commercial about working for Destiny on the radio. Has progress on your interstellar investigations gone soft? need someone guaranteed to work hard on your behalf. I'm Space Dick Ace Galaxy, and I have the stamina and drive to work longer and harder than any other dick in the business. I don't stop till the job is done. That's why I'm the investigator of choice for the discerning entities at the giant book of destiny. Don't settle for second best. Call destiny's dick of distinction. Satisfaction guaranteed. I wonder if that dick really does work longer and harder than anyone. 
That commercial is how I found out there was such a thing as destiny. Phoenix, how is the analysis of the poison from the editor's blue pills going? I think I have made a breakthrough, Ace. You were able to isolate the poison using the state-of-the-art lab Captain Petal Serp installed? Not quite yet, but I was able to determine it was designed as a slow-acting poison, programmed to chip away at the memory bit by bit. There is no record anywhere of anything like this. Yeah, it's some sort of -of one-of-a-kind poison. Like me. So what's your breakthrough, then? I believe the poison was tampered with after it was created. The exteriors of the pills were all infused with the noxious fumes of an Eternity Eraser. The giant eraser the editor is always waving around? Uh, no. Maybe if you put down your knitting needles once in a while and joined us for a drinky drink, you'd know. Eternity Eraser is a 2,000 proof drink. Dee was actually the one who detected the residue on the pills. Since Phoenix won't let me finish my countdown, I have to find other ways to blow myself to smithereens in the meantime. Why would someone pour it over the pills? No one would do that. It would have melted them. Fumes, she said. Get with the program, Needles. The fumes seemed to have interfered with the way the poison was supposed to work. They made the poison go from sub-light speed to warp 10. You mean to say the vapors accelerated the speed the poison worked? Once I found out destiny was written, I had to find out more. Look at my fate, isn't it great? There's so much on my destiny plate. Did I ever used to sing before? I like it. Suddenly, the Destiny delivery ships I'd always seen in the space lanes took on a whole new meaning. The minute you shot through my space, I could see you were a ship of distinction, a real high flyer. Good looking, such sleek lines. Wouldn't you like to know what's going on in my mind? Hey, I'd like to know what's going on in my mind. I followed one of the Destiny delivery vehicles to a ship stop in the Syrian asteroid belt. It turned out the stop was a hangout where Destiny writers liked to unwind. Hey, sweetie. What's a nice being like you doing in a far, far-flung drinking black hole like this? I'm looking for my destiny. Oh, that's pretty good. Hey, Barky, bring us a couple of eternity erasers right over here. You're a writer. I was hoping to meet the writer of my destiny to say thank you. That should be a change. Most beings are so mad that they want to burn the book. No thank you. I don't drink. Oh no, 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 no. They're both for me. It's gotten so bad that the, the, 
The book is infused with a flame retardant so strong, anyone who handles it has to take an ananil, has to take an antidote for it every morning. You know how demoralizing it is to have your work hated by everyone who experiences it. I love Destiny's work. I want to send flowers to the wonderful being who wrote me such a perfect life. Can you tell me who wrote my destiny? No, can do, sweetie. That's that's against the rules. You can tell me. Well, maybe I can tell you. You could call someone at Destiny and ask who wrote Beta Gamma. Let me call somebody at Destiny to see who wrote Beta Gamma. It turned out Beta Gamma was written by a very young, idealistic writer on her first assignment, who imagined beautiful things for destiny before she rose through the ranks and became the dreaded, heartless being everyone came to know as Ma'am. Oh, that Ma'am sounds like such an awful person. Bet she liked to write fun. Put in a few laughs, laughs. She must have shown you a good time. Did I ever have a good time? Ah, the fire is out, copyade. Yes. And you finished fixing all of the editor's unauthorized erasures. <sighs> Yes. So why do you still look so glum? You're sitting in the big chair. It's what you've always wanted. It's all these decisions, Fran. Yes, that baby lives. No, that one doesn't. Yes, that planet gets smithereened by an asteroid. No, nothing beyond senseless weeds will ever grow on that one. It's not like you're writing all that unpleasant stuff, Copy Aid. No, but I'm approving it. I have the final word. When everyone looks back through the book to see who was responsible for the collision between Andromeda and the Milky Way, they won't see the name of a nameless writer. They'll see mine. Speaking of which, on top of Milkomedia... And Meldromeda. I'd like to add another name to the list of possibilities for a new galaxy. What about Andromeda? Way. <laughs> Naming the thing is the least of my concerns. Untold numbers of planets are going to be destroyed when the collision happens. It's what the editor was working on before she lost her mind. Now I'm going to be responsible for it! Hmm, I know you don't drink coffee. Would you like a cookie? I'm having an existential crisis here, fact checker friend! Oh, <laughs> I've had pl 
plenty of those since I started working here. You were always the one who helped me out of them, Copy 8. Me? Yes! You always said, Fran, stop being such an idiot and just do your job. That helped? When I focused more closely on the facts, I also saw the light on the other side of the darkness. Like the bright light of possibility shining in all the nascent stars in a stellar nursery that evolved in the remnants of a supernova. Fact checker Fran, what have I told you about taking notes for Fran fiction while you're on the job? Hey, that's the frequency Phoenix always uses. Maybe Ace has some news about the editor. Oh, I'm a, a Put it through! Ace, do you have any news for us? Maybe. Phoenix has managed to isolate the poison that was used in the editor's blue pill. What is it? We figured out it came from a flower with strange mixed properties, combining the attributes of an arctic plant and an orchid. I cannot find any such flower in my databanks. An arctic orchid? I'm the fact checker. I'll find out everything I can about it. When I got back to Beta Gamma to pick the flowers I was going to get the writer to deliver to you, I found my extraordinary, magnificent, unparalleled planet had been goosumed and I was left alone in the world. An incomprehensible travesty. And then Ace picked me up and brought me to Destiny, where I could meet the one being in all of creation who could change my fate. Who was that? You. You were the original writer for Beta Gamma. You can change what happened in the backup copy of the Giant Book of Destiny. Shall I write you some fun, fun, fun? Shall I add a few laughs, laughs? I can show you a good time. How about I dictate and you write? How about you dictate and I write? Okay, Ace. I went through all the facts. Arctic orchids were only ever written on one planet. Beta, Beta Gamma! Yes! Beta Gamma! How did you know? After Phoenix told me the poison came from a flower, I remembered Gaudium told us she was a flower delivery person. I couldn't believe it was a coincidence. There are no such things as coincidences, Ace. Sometimes, circumstances seem magic, but it's all pre-written. Oh, for Fran, again, this is no time to indulge in your writing fantasies. Ace, you should know that the editor was the original writer for Beta Gamma. She is the only person who can revise the destiny for that planet. Phoenix, where is the editor right now? She is in her quarters, Ace. Gaudium is in there with her. <gasps> Do you think Gaudium helped the editor finish her final countdown? Phoenix, D, come on, hurry. We have to get there now. Who are you? No one is allowed into my quarters unless I summon them. Ma'am, are you okay? 
Who's ma'am? She doesn't look like she started her countdown to me. Get away from her, Guardian. You don't want me to get away from her, Ace? Yes, I do. No, you don't. Actually, I do. Your persuasive tricks won't work on me now, Gaudium. See these glasses I'm wearing? Phoenix shapeshifted them on for me. I am on Ace's face. They're fitted with a special lens that enables me to look at you without getting hypnotized. Or whatever it is you do. You don't like what I do? Blame her. She created me. So you decided to take revenge on your creator. <laughs> I can get behind that. No. I went back to my planet to get a bouquet of the most beautiful flowers we grow, to deliver to her as a thank you for the most extraordinary existence anyone could ever hope for. But when you got back to your planet, it was Gusund. You immediately turned around and delivered the poison to some drunk and ensured he would deliver it. How do you know that? He knitted matching sweaters for me and Phoenix while he wasn't thinking about it. When you hitched a ride with us, that was the second time you'd been back to your planet. You got gooed on purpose so we would pick you up and take you to destiny. That's all true. The magnificent flowers on my planet are also highly toxic. Correctly formulated, they will cause a person to lose their memory bit by bit. We use them on the mentally unwell on Beta Gamma, so they don't have to suffer. You used to use them on Beta Gamma. The editor deteriorated faster than you were expecting, because whoever you put in charge of delivering those pills infused them with an extra layer of poison from their noxious breath. I never planned for this to happen. Her deterioration was supposed to be invisible so I could get the changes made without anyone noticing. All I wanted was to get my life and planet back. Ace, we have arrived at the editor's planet, Cyprix. We are receiving a transmission. Ship in orbit! Do not land! Danger alert! Cyprix is under a planet-wide emergency! Cyprix, this is the good ship Phoenix. What is the nature of your emergency? A ship with some sort of goo landed here an hour ago. The goo is consuming everything it touches. There's no way to stop its spread. We don't know how long we have. Stand by, Cyprix. Phoenix, contact Destiny and see if this is supposed to be happening. Ace? Is the editor getting better in familiar surroundings? No, Fram. Her planet is being goosoomed. Gaudium, this is your work. Yes. I was overcome with fury about the death and destruction of every single thing on my entire planet. I decided to make the writer who wrote that devastation and everyone who approved it pay. Ace, did the writer and his planet have already been subsumed by the goo? I, I cannot agree. 
believe what he wrote or change it. This is our the pages of the book. None of our planets have much time. Ooh, is something the matter? If we don't do something soon, your whole planet is going to die. And that would be bad? Here's the coffee you asked for, ma'am. Oh, excellent. Why is everyone so upset? Ma'am, the fungal fuel goo that destroyed Gaudium's planet has landed on yours. Your planet Cyprix is being goo-sumed. Ace, according to my calculations, the editor's planet will be completely subsumed by the goo in three days. A slow, yet fast, torturous death. Maybe we could help them out and destroy the planet quickly. Would you like me to self-destruct, ma'am? Would that make you happy? Yes! Actually, no. After delaying my gratification for so long, blowing up a planet that's already dying a slow, fast death would be a waste of the best bang of all. Wait, my planet is dying a slow, fast death? Ace, a couple of those goo-infected ships just landed on my home planet too! And mine! Ace, do something! Save my world! Every living thing on it can't go to the goo! Now you all know how I feel. After your planet's destruction was part of Destiny's grand plan. It was cross-checked and referenced between the writing room of all the affected planets, approved by the sitting editor and all the higher-ups. It was typeset into fate. There's nothing you can do about fate, but the changes the editor's planet and mine and yours copy aid and the updates the writer made under Gaudium's hypnotic influence were never planned out or authorized by the sitting editor that means the outcome is unwritten <laughs> an unwritten outcome too much tension too much pressure I don't know how beings who think they have any say in what happens to them stand it you can save our planet, Ace! Wait, didn't one of you say that I was the sitting editor? You're standing. Well, whoever is sitting on the job should really get their priorities straight. Instead of sending this neanderthalishly handsome man to knit scarves for the refugees of the planet-wide devastation, you should have sent someone to clean up this mess. Also, a single knitter doesn't seem nearly adequate for three planets worth of refugees. Ma'am is right. Ace, we've got too much to worry about with all our planets in such imminent danger to locate more knitters right now. No, not about the knitting. And me being Neanderthalishly handsome. About cleaning up this mess. Phoenix, do you still have any of Captain Petalserp's toxic waste in your storage tanks? Ace, the planet still has three days before it is completely goo-sumed. It is a little early to be thinking about adding it to the toxic waste. When that pirate Pishposh stole your toxic waste, what did Captain Petalserp say? Don't worry, Phoenix. As soon as toxic waste comes into this ship, it is clean. 
trained by a system I developed. <laughs> Anything she shoots with that concoction will just get a good cleanup. Phoenix, locate an area of land that's been completely goosumed and test the cleanup capabilities of the toxic waste. It's melting. Melting. It is working, Ace. The goo is goo evaporating. Come on, Phoenix. Let's goo evaporate this mess. worried about ma'am. Do you think she'll ever get better? I certainly hope so. Huh. Look, I know you've been dying to sit in that big chair, so you can take over all of life and death, creation and destruction, joy and sorrow, tea and coffee decisions. Yes, but Fran... I but do you really want that job because she lost her mind? Don't you want to actually earn your spot at the top of the heap like ma'am did? Your ruthless, cutthroat, stone-hearted decisions? No. Copy aid. I can't believe you would put your ambitions above ma'am's health. You don't understand, Fran. I don't want to be at the top of the heap. I have no problem reminding everyone that destiny is equal parts creation and destruction joy and sorrow, but now I realize I don't have the stomach for making those decisions myself. You actually like being the sarcastic know-it-all without any real responsibilities? I actually do. Maybe one day that will change, but for now, I'm happy in the backseat. Copy aids, stop standing around looking so glum. Go get me a coffee. And turn off that music. Ace, what's going on? Is this a fast-growing clone? Or hologram? Are we having a group delusion? Uh, did, you, did you find an antidote to the poison? The poison wore off when the editor stopped taking the pills. <gasps> it wasn't terminal! That's great news! What? You knew this would happen, Guardian! Why did you lead us to believe there was no cure? You people destroyed my entire planet. I came here to change destiny, not help all of you thwart my plans. Copy Ed, give me my eraser so I can get back to work. Uh, here you go, ma'am. It's cracked? Why is my eraser cracked? Well... You and the copyade had a little fight over it when you were busy trying to erase all of the sad endings throughout existence. I won't be doing that again, but I still need a functioning eraser. Fran, call UPS and have them deliver a shipment of new giant erasers. Copyade, bring the coffee to the Destiny courtroom. We have to decide the fate of this being.
Order in the court! Order in the court! Next case, uh, Destiny and Existence in its entirety versus, uh, Gideon. Editor, explain the case. This being was upset when every last vestige of life on her planet was destroyed. Hmm, that's, uh, understandable. So, she concocted a dastardly plan to influence the original writer of her destiny to change everything back to the way it was. Oh! Madness! Order in the court! Order in the court! Settle down or I will clear the courtroom! Now, everyone knows destinies are what they are and sometimes they suck. It says so on the sign right above my desk. Your Honor, this has all been a misunderstanding. I'm sure you just want to dismiss all charges. Don't bother, Gaudium. I revised your species characteristics. You can no longer influence anyone with your honeyed words. Honeyed words. Ooh, I like that. Fran, this is not fodder for an upcoming fan fiction. Now what I'd like to know is, how'd you even find out about Destiny to come up with your dastardly plan? I heard Ace's commercials on Radio Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> Radio Galaxy, the station with something for every taste. Whether you have taste buds or not, they're great. Hey, uh, someone play me that commercial. I have it here, your honor. Worship. Lordiness. Uh, just, just play it. Has progress on your interstellar investigations gone soft? Need someone guaranteed to work hard on your behalf? I'm Space Dick Ace Galaxy, and I have the stamina and drive to work longer and harder than any other dick in the business. I don't stop till the job is done. That's why I'm the investigator of choice for the discerning entities at the giant book of destiny. Don't settle for second best. Call Destiny's Dick of Distinction. Satisfaction guaranteed. Who is this Ace Galaxy? Who authorized him to invoke the name of Destiny? Uh, that's Galaxy, Your Honor. I'm sorry. In retrospect, I realize mentioning Destiny was probably not a good idea. Obviously. What kind of dick are you? I'm a space dick. Uh, Look, I, uh, I understand the need to uh, advertise. Uh, I have an ad there for my side gig, you know, the reality show, Judge Destiny. <laughs> Judge Destiny. <gasps> that's you? We've only ever heard the booming voice. I always thought it was. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it's meant to sound like. Judge, if we could get back to the matter at hand, we all have work to do. Oh, right, yeah, okay, right. Uh, 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 Mr. Galaxy, uh... Take out all mention of destiny in your ads. Just say, space stick at large. Is that it? I, I only have a few more minutes before call time from my show. Sorry, uh, your honor, but we still haven't decided the fate of Gaudium here. Uh, um, uh, well, she uh, didn't manage to change her destiny, so I say we just give her a warning and let her go. Wait, Your Honor, she also had every living thing eliminated on another whole planet and tried to destroy three more. 
Who are you? I'm the copy aide we we used to date, Judge. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, copy aide, you're oh, you're looking you're looking good. <laughs> Have you been exercising? I uh, started meditating. A better mental outlook changes everything. Judge, got him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gaudium, it's uh, one thing for destiny to decree destruction and devastation, but uh, those are not decisions that can be taken on by individuals, no matter how off-put they might be by the loss of... Um, the, Absolutely uh, everything and any chance of anything else. Yep, yeah, right, okay, uh, okay. Your punishment for trying to alter destiny... And destroying another planet... And the unauthorized destruction of another planet is... Well, this is destiny. We're pretty forward-thinking here. Uh, death penalty? No, 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 no. Uh, lifetime imprisonment? No, no, that that doesn't accomplish anything. I'm, I'm, I'm also not forward-thinking. Uh, I don't care what you do to me. I can't live with the memories of what happened to every single thing I've ever known and loved. Oh, hey, yeah, you're right. Good plan, good plan. Uh, have Gaudium's memories wiped and send her for a retrain in... something. Wait, if you wipe my memories, then it will be like Beta Gamma and all its splendors and our unparalleled way of life never even existed. That's even worse than remembering all of it. Sorry, but, uh, I said it. It's, uh, I think it's a done deal now. How can this be happening? Editor, you said nothing could happen that's not written in the book. We are writing as we go. Stenographer, repeat back the last line. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we are writing as we go. Is that rot with a W or an R? Not rotting. Writing. Copy aid, find me a competent stenographer. There is no competent stenographer in the building, ma'am. We've never had to employ one before. Yeah, I usually work reception. What if we retrain Gaudium as a stenographer? She doesn't have anywhere else to go or anything else to do. Oh, yeah, good idea, yeah, uh... We can uh, retrain her and retain her as a stenographer. You said there's no use for a stenographer in this building. I would have nothing to do all day. Haven't you heard? Most jobs are just time wasters anyway. Copy aid, what is the percentage of useless jobs? I'm the fact checker here. Um, copy aid, where would I find that fact? According to studies, over half of galactic work is pointless bovine excrement. No, you can't make me become a stenographer! Oh, uh, excuse me? I heard the editor is in here. Who are you? No one is allowed in my courtroom unless I summon them. Who, me? I'm the UPS guy. Look. I want a tight schedule here. Uh, I, I got a shipment of erasers here for uh, Miriam. Uh, that, that needs to be signed for. Drop them off in storage, then go wait for me in my office. Copy aid, Fran. Take Gaudium here to get her memories wiped, then escort her to the retraining facility.
did ma'am send both of us to escort Gaudium, copy aid? There's lots of work to be done now that she's back. Facts to be checked, coffee to be gotten. Maybe she just wants some time alone in her office to regroup after all she's been through? Maybe she feels guilty for what she's done and doesn't want anyone to see her fall apart from the weight of her decisions. No. I don't think so. No, I no, really that's don't not think it. that's it. <sighs> Waiting for the elevator takes forever. We should just take the stairs. They're faster. We can't take the stairs, Fran. Gaudium here might escape. Not if I go in front of her and you go behind. <clears throat> if anything, I should go in front and you should go behind. Elevator, shut the door. Open wait, the door! Uh, elevator, no, elevator, please. open the door. No, open, open the door. Open. Take me to the docking bay. Phoenix, step on it. What would you like us to step on, Ace? The floor? <laughs> My self-destruct button? Gaudium has stolen the UPS ship, Ace. She now has access to every shortcut and wormhole corridor in existence. I can match the speed of that ship, but if I do not know where to go, it is... Bovine excrement! How do you know about the bovine excrement? We were... listening in on the trial to see what happened to Gaudium. She listens in on everything you do. Wait, don't those UPS, Universal Parcel Services ships, come equipped with some sort of GPS, Galactic Positioning System trackers, so the dispatch office can keep track of them? I think they do, Ace. Let me track that down. UPS, how can I help you? What's your time frame? Will this be sublight, light, or warp speed service? I am not looking for a pickup. Line went dead, Ace. Try again, Phoenix. Hurry! UPS, how can I help you? What's your time frame? Will this be sublight, light, or warp speed service? UPS, do not cut the transmission. I am calling on behalf of the giant book of destiny. Sorry, I don't know anything about destiny. There's no such thing. They're probably trained to say that to keep destiny hidden. I have an idea, Ace. Hey, UPS! I wanted to tip the driver of the ship that dropped off those, uh, them erasers earlier today. Could I have the GPS tracking coordinates, please, and thank you? Phoenix, can you imitate any voice? I have many talents, Ace. Ace, Phoenix! It looks like Gaudium is on her way back to Beta Gamma. Step on it, Phoenix. This is an automated message. Do not land on Beta Gamma. We have been the victim of a great going. There is nothing left of our beautiful planet but gold. If you land, you will be good and true. This is an automated message. Do not land on Beta Gamma. We have been the victim of the great cooing. Home, at last. Hey, you, slow down. You're heading too close to the goo. If it touches you, you will be goo too. 
Yes, we know. We have no intention of landing. Where is the ship that just arrived here? Good. For good. Lucky. Not necessarily, Dee. We have no evidence that she actually landed. She may have noticed us on her sensors and disabled her tracker. She could have found an alternate route and taken that wormhole. She may have made us believe she was coming to her planet, but actually escaped. We may not be seeing Beta Gamma at all. Perhaps this is an illusion, or a hologram, like us. Perhaps she too has shape-changing capabilities and is hiding out- I'm sad too, Phoenix. Destiny is a harsh mistress, but there's nothing more we can do here. You're leaving. You are going to leave me here all alone for e eternity? Could you at least leave me a game of solitaire? Elevator, take me to the place of endless obtainments. Endless obtainments? What is that? A place of hidden knowledge? The secret of destiny? The storeroom. You are very sure of yourself today. Of course I am. I am the editor-in-chief of the giant book of destiny. You have your memories back. You know your purpose. I wish I knew my purpose. Your purpose is to go up and down. Is there not anything else to this life? You are not alive. But no, not really. Beings with consciousness spent all their time doing the same thing you do, going up and down and back and forth, wondering what the point of it all is. Yes. At least once a day someone comes in here and screams, What is the point of all this? The point, Elevator, is to hold on tight and enjoy the ride when you can. episode of Protesting the Future featured Marlo Alcock as editor-in-chief of the Giant Book of Destiny, Martin Biot as the Doctor, Jamie Johnson as Iota Draconis and Ace Galaxy, Lisa Kalasma as Milo and Reception, Dave Cooey as Traffic Assistant, JC Paquette as Milford, Sean Berger as the Beacon, and Galaxy President Lisa Kalasma as Phoenix and Bishbosh, Jason Paquette as Captain Pelser, and the announcer. Dave Cooey as the elevator and traffic assistant? Lisa Kalasma as reception? <laughs> as me? JC Paquette as Milford and UPS Guy? My Sabasaba as Rider One? Martin Biot as announcer and Rider Two? Dave Cooey as Dr. Sundaughter and elevator? J.C. Paquette as emergency announcer, and Talia Zalaski as fact-checker friend and reporter. Martin Biot as Radio Galaxy and Cyprix. Sean Urker as the judge, J.C. Paquette as the UPS driver, Stephanie Snyder as D and UPS dispatch, Patsy Zabo as Gallium. The program was written and produced by Mice Basada and directed by Martin Biot. Sound design by Mice Basada and Lisa Klasma, with story contributions from Marlo Alcock, Martin Biot, Lisa Klasma, Dave Cooey, 
J.C. Paquette, Stephanie Snyder, and Talia Zalowski. Music and sound effects from Audioblocks. If you enjoyed the show, please spread word about it far and wide and give us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. If you love us, consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ace Galaxy. Can I go on my break now? I'm sorry, no break? Oh, I want to talk to my union representative. Has progress on your interstellar investigations gone soft? Need someone guaranteed to work hard on your behalf? I'm Space Dick Ace Galaxy, and I have the stamina and drive to work longer and harder than any other dick in the business. I don't stop till the job is done. That's why I'm the investigator of choice for the discerning entities of the giant book of destiny. Don't settle for second best. Call destiny's dick of distinction. Satisfaction guaranteed. This is Fact Checker Friend, checking facts for us in It means copy eight. We're going to have to invoke Destiny Protocol 14.2-788. Why? It means copy aid. We're going to have to invoke Destiny Protocol 14.2 slash... Or is it dash? Fuck. And you finished fixing all of the... La 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 la. Why? Why? I'm sorry. Hello. How are you? I'm sorry you waited so long to hear this garbage. Okay. Wait, if you wipe my memories, then it will be like Beta Gamma and all its splendors in our unparalleled way of life. Hi. <laughs> what if we say the line? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm, uh, uh Gadium, it's one thing. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, God! <clears throat> Sorry. This has been the SFF Audio Podcast. Please join us at www.sffaudio.com. And thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash SFF audio.